Bienvenidos a las opiniones de pendejos. You're going to lose us some listeners. Welcome. Goodbye, new listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Opinions Like Ales, everybody, your favorite pop culture podcast where we have opinions and most of them stink. My name is Michael Zampino. With me, as always, is Hilton Price. Uh, I just want to apologize to <laughs> the multicultural listeners out there and remind them that we are uh, trying to be better despite the first 30 seconds of this show. I don't know what that means. I don't either, honestly. <laughs> I, but, but I also didn't expect you to break into Spanish. <laughs> I um, there uh, Willie Nelson's Teatro is a fantastic album, and there is Trace Hombres, uh, Easy Top. That's uh, a good one. Uh, yes, Spanish themed yeah. album. <laughs> yeah, sure. But uh, on the back of the album is a photo of a, an old theater mm -hmm. uh, that Willie knew when he was younger. Mm -hmm. Um, and it says uh, was it Bienvenidos on, mm -hmm. on the top? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know. And, and I love that word because it's, really good. it's fun to say mm -hmm. and it, it rolls off the tongue well. And um, you, you suck a little of the punch out of it for me, I gotta be honest. So so sorry, so sorry. It's well, okay. do you want to say welcome uh, in English to our guest? Uh, I, no, you got that too. Luckily, you hit it both ways. You're like, you're like, the, writing, you're like the writing on a product in Canada. It's in yeah. two languages. That's right. Yeah, yeah. A um, little bit of French, a little bit of English. Oh, you didn't have to bring the French into this. You did. You brought Canada. <laughs> Canada's only half French. I don't know if he's half French, but our guest this week is Jared Ralphie Allen. Welcome. Hey, what's up? Thank you for having me. Glad Thanks for coming you. by. Uh, Jared is the uh, host and um, part of the team behind Unloading Meat Productions. Yeah, thank and you. Uh, the show that is making us look like amateurs. Frankly, <laughs> frankly, two hundred and seventy-five episodes. We make ourselves look like amateurs by true. being amateurish. It's a team effort. It's a team effort. It's Team America. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank Fuck you yeah. for having me to the old, what is the oldest podcast in Oklahoma? Yeah, the the longest running longest podcast running podcast. Yeah, we were a super. Uh, Tagline right about outlasting the rest of those assholes. <laughs> <laughs> no fight was too much to break up this team. That's right. Yeah. All right, partner. Or like Tango and Cash. Yeah. Or or um two other guys Couldn't that split were up Kato, close Kato buddies. Nash. Kato and the Green Kato and the Green Hornet. If we're gonna piss off other cultures, let's just go all in. I heard that's Kano, true. so I was instantly going to Mortal Kombat. Yes, so. Kano. Uh, probably also offensive in his own way. Um, <laughs> the the role in the newest movie was not. Uh, no, he was okay. He was funny. He was that's the best part of that movie. Right? He was funny, at least. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's another movie that, like, we talked a little bit off mic uh, about the difference in our, our, our movie habits. Yeah. Like, like, Black Adam turned you off about halfway through. Yeah. And I was just like, all right, yep, make more shit go splody, rock, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's, that's what I call him. Um, and uh, that's how I say explode. Um, rock the Dwayne. Rock the Dwayne Johnson, exactly. He's a fantastic actor. Sure. Well, we talked off camera, or we talked a little before about like, District 9, how you had expectations going in. I had expectations going in with Black Adam because, like, I, that movie took, like, what, 10 years plus to make? So it should have been so, good. So, like, yeah, like, going into that, I was like, okay, at least it has, like, there has uh, to be some effort going into it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and what I got, like, first 30 minutes, I'm like, this nope. is a gigantic piece of shit. No, but, but also, it told you what it was in that first scene. Yeah. Because that, that's the scene with, like, Rock, where he's, like, throwing he's moving so yeah. fast and he's moving the bullets around and you know it's like the quicksilver scenes except without the cool music yeah you know oh and, stupid oh and it did have something it did have a, a soundtrack to it too didn't it i don't know i don't remember but <laughs> it's, obviously it's it wasn't the, as good that's in that vein of movies where like any that, movie that spoils itself before it even goes out oh yeah yeah well that to me was the um uh you're talking about the twist at the end about uh his son well superman Oh, 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 duh, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah they yeah. spoiled that before it even came out. Can, Superman. Actually, can you help us with something? Yeah. How do you say that actor's last name? Cavill? Okay. 
Because when was that I was talking about oh, last Henry week? Henry Cavill. Yeah, where yeah. I was, I'd been saying Cavill for a while. Yeah, Henry uh, Cavill. What? What? what did, did, and I was saying Cavizel. Did I make that shit up, or were we <laughs> were we Caviezel? saying Cavill? <laughs> uh, maybe it was Cavizel because because if that's and once again the Superman Jesus metaphor. Well, and I was purposefully mixing them up to be silly boy. You just you <laughs> broke my brain, dude. You broke my brain. Like like when we started this episode, and I was like, oh shit. I did. Have we been speaking Spanish this whole time? <laughs> you know what's funny is I did like jokingly initially like confuse the two of those, and then it made me like really confuse the two. Where like if you say Jim okay. Caviezel, I will probably picture Henry Cavill first, or vice versa. I wasn't sure if you meant the Cavill Caviezel confusion or the Welcome Bienvenidos <laughs> oh, no, confusion. No, not that one. Like suddenly Michael was back at, the, as the a Cavill youth Caviezel. living in south of the border. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just not thinking of the Calvary section of the Jingo Unchained. <laughs> That's another one I haven't seen. Uh, yeah, that, I just, just honestly, it was originally just because I, I miss a movie mm. and life goes on and yeah. I don't get around to it. And 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 Tarantino, oh, for as great as he is, he's not my favorite. Yeah, you know his style is just not something that super hard resonates with me. But the reaction I get from people now he's when I say that I haven't stinkers, seen that, but that's one of the better he, ones. Has he made stinkers? I think so. Uh, there's some that were not great as well. I'm not, I, I'm not to say I'm like he's my favorite, but like I have, I like Tarantino well enough. Like I like Jackie Brown. It wasn't my favorite, but it was okay. Okay. Um, but Django, everyone is always shocked. Love Django. Because yeah, it's a pole, it's that damn well, good, right? That was an experience movie. I watched that in theaters. I just had a core memory unlocked. Oh really? Oh yeah. Of about Jackie growing up Brown. in Mexico. So. Back back in the day, do you remember when the South Road Annex Theater was open? It's where like Barnes and Noble is now across from Promenade. No life. Probably you're not. Here for, okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 Uh, are you a Tulsa lifer? I know the area you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, Oklahoma. So lifer. fair enough. So uh, this theater was uh, our go-to for getting let into R-rated movies and shit because they. That's where I saw Pulp Fiction at 14. Like, they just didn't give a fuck. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Uh, so uh, my best friend Joe and I went to see uh, Jackie Brown there. And they had one of those very old, like, stand-up, I guess you'd call it maybe a, a smaller marquee, but it had the, the white plastic letters that stuck into the foam with the little slits. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, sure. And so they had the showtimes there, right? And so this place was so like nonchalant. Nobody was ever around. Nobody was. Nobody ever gave a fuck. And so we rearranged all the letters. Um, they were showing uh, an American werewolf uh, in Paris uh, and Jackie Brown, and we changed it to make it say an American werewolf in Jackie's Brown. Yes, that's good. And working with the tools at hand. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Working the within what we had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Artistry, really. Thank you. Sometimes yeah. the best things happen under pressure. Yeah. It was... Uh, <laughs> Diamonds. I had completely forgotten about that, and uh, I appreciate you unlocking that memory because that was very funny. It was a team effort. You know, we It really all, we, was. We all worked really together was. to get there for you. Yeah. Um, okay. It was, was almost as good as the time the guy yelled wiener in the movie theater. That was Well, <laughs> I mean, it's a great word. You. God damn it. No, I'm not going to say that. Oh, go ahead. You can say whatever you want here. <laughs> so you brought up diamonds, and my first reaction was Rihanna. And I was like, oh, well, she got pounded pretty hard. I don't think that would help. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Bing, bang, boom. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. You can say that because, oddly, in the last 24 hours, I, I said out loud that Chris Brown can go fuck himself. So I oh, think yeah. I, I paid a price for the cost. He very much can, though. Yeah, oh, he can. Fuck him. He is the worst. I don't care how good that little D song was. The yeah, only, right? I was yeah. going to say the only good thing fuck. he ever gave us was Buster Rhymes' verse on Look At Me Now. The office Ooh. wedding scene. Nah, fuck that. Have you heard Buster Rhymes' verse on Look At Me Now? Maybe. 
It's one of the most impressive things I've ever heard in my life. All right. Well, I guess I got to go do that. I like Buster Rhymes' verse on, what was the Tech Nine song? It was like, uh, I'm a big Tech Nine guy. Uh-huh. Uh, it was like, uh, it's like Worldwide Choppers. Okay. I don't remember that one. Uh, it's like they get the, I mean, a chopper is an MC that can just, you know, it has a, a very specific flow, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so it's just a collection of each person doing verses and like, Tech Nine's on it, Twista's on it, Busta mm. Rhymes is on it, mm-hmm. and like all of these worldwide MCs, and they all have like there's like twelve verses in this song. Wow! And even different languages, and it's just mm. this one riff song. It's fucking bad. It's called Worldwide Choppers. Nice. There that was a couple cool. of uh, there was a couple of mystical Busta Rhymes uh, uh, team ups collaboration. Really okay, good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That were just I just super, wasn't sure what you're saying. Like Busta Rhymes, super fast, real rapping. or, or Busta. <laughs> I like mystical, mm. a mystical. He did a song with uh, wow, what's the name? What's the guy Mark Ronson that did Uptown Funk? Okay. He on the the, the next single off of that after that song <laughs> was he did a song with Mystical. I was and gonna start really, guessing. Really uh, I was just gonna start guessing No Limit rappers and be like Silk the Chaka, Sea Murder, Silk the Chaka, Silk the Chaka. Whoever you designed their album covers deserves a fucking medal. Master P. Yeah. Oh, did Master really? P design them all? I'm pretty sure. Was he, man. In, the, he in the lab doing some graphic design work I, in the damn. off time? Man. If he didn't That's design it personally, he yeah. definitely overseed it, oversaw, oversaw it. Yeah. Uh, because Master P was like Master P. Like if you ask Snoop Dogg who his biggest influence in his career was, he'll tell you Master P. Really? Because he taught him how to make money off of everything. He taught him how to do movies. He like all yeah. of that shit that Snoop Dogg did. That all came from him going and doing one record at No Limit. Damn! Isn't that fucking wild? It's not as wild as what I do immediately after every podcast we record, which is also a Master P. <laughs> hey! <laughs> that was a piss joke. Oh. <laughs> Piss joke certified. <coughs> Regular Every opinions there, right? like Abel's episode yellow. will have yeah. one piss joke in it. Yeah, no, but, but no, they don't. From here on out. Okay, got we it. Got a, a one, two seventy-five. <laughs> one piss joke minimum. Can you get a, a quick sample of some Coldplay on there so we can have that right at the ready to go? Uh, not in this exact second, but I can definitely make that happen by the next episode. Also, I want to add Coldplay to my list of bands that I like, but I will pretend I don't. I've seen my karaoke. Like I, I love karaoke. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be karaoke. Karaoke got me back in the stand up. Where do you go? Uh, Is there a place in, in our it, area? It, or? Like I haven't gone since my divorce. Honestly, okay, um, uh, just can't find the. Words. So, like, honestly, guys, like I. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, I, I met my second wife at karaoke. <laughs> okay, and then yeah. like we did it. Right before COVID, and then like COVID kind of stopped karaoke going around. Yeah, for sure. So I found a Discord server, and there's a worldwide karaoke server. Um, and Hawk. dude, I became a, a moderator on there, and I became a, a what do they call it, a community host. And there's thousands of people on there on 24 hours, and they're all from worldwide, and they just join queues, and you sing on them. And there's even a VR section, and you can just join in there and join a virtual reality part, and wow. people are just singing in their characters. Wow! And it's just karaoke, and you can do whatever you want, and just join the queues, and it's fun. And you don't have to leave your Do house. you remember my favorite quote ever about Coldplay? Um, why would no. I? Why, why would I need to listen to Coldplay when I have Journey? <laughs> The more I hear it, the more I'm like, I don't even know if it's accurate. But when I heard it at the time, boy, did it make me laugh. I would, I would say the same thing, but I would sub Journey for you too. There you go. Yeah, that's right. actually more accurate. Coldplay is just the the 2000s U2. Last episode, not in the bad way. I mean, I'm not yeah. the biggest U2 guy, but I love I like Coldplay. Oh, last episode, U2 is uh, also on that. List Bo of tried bands to sell me on. Uh, Bo tried to sell me on U2 again. Yeah, 
I on, like, I've known that dude for like 20 years. He's tried to sell me on YouTube more than once. Coldplay is Bumford and Sons without a banjo. Oh. <laughs> and they all kind of suffer from the same problems, same. which is where their Being worst albums good. are just so largely unremarkable. Yeah. You know, their 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 great works are great works. Yeah. I mean, Octung Baby is a Does one Coldplay the, have great works? That first album was pretty good. Until okay. they get to the music video where they're dancing with monkeys yeah. that are CGI. Wow. Oh yeah, don't do that. Yeah, let Remember them swing that with Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> I still it's an indie reference. Uh, I still remember what was that movie? Uh was it The Scientist? What's the well, the music video where it's in reverse? Where it's like he had a car wreck and it's basically like it's told in reverse and it's like a really, really sad music video. Uh but oh, it's the scientist or clocks. It's a scientist. Oh, oh. yeah, because clocks is the one where he's on fire. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, this is video is on Coldplay, fire? Coldplay videos. Yeah. yeah. So oh, I was thinking of the wax video they're, they're for like, California. They're like a worse okay go. So I would have a big thing about uh, okay go. So like when I talk about like how we like I work on my video stuff and like how we work on my production, I love okay go's music. Oh yeah. But I never want to be like the okay go of anything where like you're just like this niche thing and not known Could, by your actual talent. Yeah, they're, they're not really band. known for the music. They're yeah, known way more for listen, the videos. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but Which I'll tell I will you, say are really fun to watch. Yeah, they're very fun. But to watch. yeah, you're right. That's they're they're. I'm sorry. They're kind of making oh, it to that? where that is their only thing that they're known for. Yeah, yeah. But on the other hand, too, they are such multifaceted guys, and, and they're all knowledgeable in a couple of different disciplines. That I bet they're also like, well, listen, okay, so yeah, not the songs, but at least it's the other shit we do do well and love to do. You want to know what's gonna blow your mind though? Yeah. Pull up their discography. It's like twelve albums or some no, shit, right? No. no. Oh. It's like four or five. It's right? like, it's very small. Like yeah. all those videos, those music videos they did over like that, like almost from 10 like years two span, albums. From oh, like okay. two albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so like when you get to the next album, you're like, I've heard this song like three years ago. You know, like, oh. it, like, this, yeah, like it's not very much. Like I just had one of my moments where I like, uh, I, I counter there's argued not very many my albums. Own. Like, oh yeah. So there's like 2001, 2004 is okay. Go. And then, yeah. So they're like four year spans. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And like each one of those will have like all those videos for those four or five years. Yeah. One, two, I just two, had four. one of those moments where I had a counter argument inside my own head and I was like, you know what? Oh, shit. They've been how many people, how many people would want to be known for just the one thing? Yeah. Right. Like depends how it pays. Well, yeah. yeah right. That's true. Videos yeah. don't make you. Well, that's why like, me and Stefan are <laughs> trying to diversify with my production studio. And like what I'm trying to do. Fair. Just try you to gotta diversify. So uh, Unloading Meat Productions, uh, I came to know you because of the podcast. Yeah. You've got a fantastic video podcast. You bring on a lot of other creatives. It's it, it's kind of, like I said, it's kind of like mm -hmm. OLA, but, you know, with production values. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's thank really, you. Really nice. Where'd the name come from? <clears throat> um, I'd have to tell you. Former job? I'd have to tell you. All right. Okay. All right. Cool. cool, cool, cool. cool. That, that's a part that's, that's, that's kind of hidden. Can't tell you. Can't tell you. All right. Cool. Right, if I told you, yeah, 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 yeah. I've signed yeah. to an NDA it's, on that. Uh, Top secret, uh, secret compartmentalized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not to get uh, thick in the weeds on the production stuff, because that's not always like general interest, but like talking off mic, like you're putting in a lot of time and effort. And, and as you, you've got an EP and, and, and it's a whole thing. And I mean, as much as, you know, I'm super proud of what we have here with, with, with the show and the network, a lot of it has been relatively low maintenance it's been the kind of thing that we put a couple hours into set up and then it just kind of runs on its own with little mods here and there yeah it took us a while to get to that to be fair that is true yeah that's true i i should not dismiss what seven years and and, and the time and effort and money has done but, but we we definitely have gotten to the point where we're like oh it takes us about an hour after we finish recording to get an episode 
basically ready to be put out. Yeah. And but, that's not a lot of work. Yeah. But you, you miss sleep some nights just to get the, the work in. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it shows. That's the one thing that really caught my eye uh, watching the show was it, it looks great. And how old is it? How old is Unloading Me? It started in February. What? Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. I'd like to rephrase. Get the fuck out. <laughs> so um, I had no problem talking about the history of it. Like, so like, it took me about how, year, how old are you? If you don't mind me, I'm asking? 30. I'll be 35 this month. 35. Okay. Oh, to be 35. Uh, in about know, two weeks, right? I'll be 35. And have a really nice uh, two time divorcee, two time survivor, suicide or failure, whichever way you want to look at it. Uh, uh, <laughs> that, no, that is a success. No, d- divorce, I mean, failure, suicide. Success and failure. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I failed at suicide. I'm just saying. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, addition by subtraction. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's not anything. That's not so, the same thing. <laughs> what I like to say is like during COVID, I. Torching the COVID, paid off the house, paid off the car, got divorced, and really Ooh. was like, you know what? I need to go on full-time with the comedy. And during the tail end of COVID, I was really trying to work on the branding. I got the logo. Got, I own unloadingmeat.com. Nice. Um, I technically have the credits of two rap songs because I wrote my intro rap songs for both Unloading Meat and Fat Nerd News. Okay. I had to write the lyrics because the guy that I have is awesome. Um, and the, the second show, Fat Nerd News, you just yeah. released episode two this morning. Yeah. And that's uh it's just that's just a solo show. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's my solo production. Um on unloading meat and everything like for production. Like I have Stefano help me with a lot of stuff. He's my executive producer. Uh Fat Nerd News is me on my own. Okay. Uh it's a it's a kind of like a vein of like weekend update. Yeah. What, but yeah. I've got a show uh, called OK Geek. Same okay. same kind of thing. Just when I whenever I get the urge, sit yeah. down in front of the mic, talk about the latest headlines. Maybe you'll see me next week. Well, my thing is like I tell people on my podcast, like a lot of the stuff that I do with my stand up or my podcasting is kind of intertwined. They're very symbiotic now. I don't think I could separate my podcasting from my stand up. Okay. Um, and the same thing with like the fat nerd news is like I'm starting to realize that like there's certain things that work in different venues or yeah. different different spots. There's things that work great as a podcast story, but wouldn't great work great on stage. Sure, yeah. yeah. And there's certain jokes that I can do with visual comedy that I can't get off on an open mic because I don't have the visual aids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Having having those tools at hand to help tell the story. But I still have those ideas in my head of how to get that done. And the, the birth of Unloading Me Productions really came of just like we talked off camera of like I got to figure out how to do it on my own because I don't have anybody else to do it with me. Like, right, I got to figure right, out how to do right, it. Right, like. Right. Um, I had a roommate for six months. It was my best friend, like, you know, more like a brother. And yeah. I couldn't even get him to help me. Like, you can be like the guy behind the camera. Like, yeah. just, you know, you like hit record or you know, check sound levels. I couldn't, he just wouldn't help me on stuff. So, like, I just had to build everything around how do I do it on my own? Yeah. And DIY punk rock baby. But got Stefano in from Craig's fucking Craigslist and he helps me when he can. But I mean, Craigslist. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know you could use that for anything but get yeah, COVID was a crazy time man. everybody's looking for everything it's yeah. a it's a it's a gamble but yeah sometimes it Found pays off as, as we that see here sonic man yeah wow sorry to give us a whole fucking <laughs> well, sorry, spot, yeah, fuck that well fuck i that guy. He messed up a lot of shit you, um, your place is probably better than sonic <laughs> maybe i don't know the fucking conies are i'm good. part native i call it sonics sonic, sonic yes sonic has gone downhill horde They've all gone downhill. Yeah. There's not a fast food joint that wasn't better 10 years ago. I will die on this hill Ooh. with a shitty cheeseburger. I will say um, I live and die by Sonic because there's a lot of the local ones. Um, but it will always be uphill for me because my local Sonic had the one where it was accused of some guy shitting in the chili. Oh. Back in like the 90s. So, so every day after only that was a yeah, great day can, yeah, Sonic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. can only improve. Yeah. That one's closed now. They did. It's now a weed dispensary. You know what the problem with shitting in the chili? Gotta throw away all that chili. Yeah. Uh, big yeah. Buds. 
Uh, no, just no, there's, some, a, there's, some, there's been a few of them that have taken over old Sonics. Yeah. Yeah. But guess what they don't uh, use? Shin the chili. The, the, also that. Also that. Also that. <laughs> don't you love when you try to make a joke and you laugh too much yeah. to say it? <laughs> That's like, oh, yeah, I tickled my own funny bone. Yep. Uh, no, they definitely don't use the like whole uh, car hop system that's you know available to them with yeah. the, the buttons. Oh and yeah, the no, no. But I mean, then there are other drive-through dispensaries that are just buildings that are. But built. some are not even a drive-through. Like some Sonics aren't a drive-through. You can, yeah. You just have to get out of your car yeah. and go inside to where the people used to make the food in the Sonic. Yeah, I and guess. that's now the dispo, and it's yeah. weird. Yeah. Because I went into one on a sales call, and I was like, I don't think I'm supposed to be in here. <laughs> My food handler's card is not up to date. It is, but I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, I'm is it dork- now? My food handler's Oh, because you need it for working with edibles. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, we handle edibles, so I have to. Yep. I was yep. like, you eating your weed? And the answer is yes. Yes, frequently. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite part about working with chef is a constant taste this, taste this, taste this. Hello, children. And then I walk out of, then I walk out of work and That's I get home and I go, why am I <laughs> so <laughs> fucking high? It's, it's okay. He's a Scientologist. Yeah. <laughs> Which one is? Oh, yeah. Isaac Hayes. And yeah. That fucking weirdo. Yeah. That, 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 on, yeah. And we've talked before about how, like, te- I guess technically I, I shouldn't have done that, but like that, that slipped out. Fucking. Chef impressions are lodged in my brain like fucking that's the, that's Nintendo the end, facts. That's the end of my five-minute set. Shut up. <laughs> oh, is it? oh, my God. I'm sorry. No, yeah. no, no. no. My, my idea of appropriation, I talk about, like, I'm bisexual, so I talk about, like, how I, I fucked black guys before. And I say I fucked more black men than gerrymandering. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, I don't know. My whole, like, a bit away. I just I went, my brain immediately went to, oh, man, that's a lot. Because <laughs> yeah. well, gerrymandering know. is bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As gays, really we can be rather promiscuous. Sure, 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 sure. It's a contact sport. Yeah, fuck actually, it. I'll give it away here. I say I my, shan't be slut shaming. I am only uh, gerrymander shaming. Gerrymander shaming. Yeah, well, it, as you should. Yeah, yeah. yeah gerrymandering. That, that, fuck that. Yeah, but fuck yeah. who you want. Hey, the good news is, I, I don't know if you saw a court struck down the really shitty uh, gerrymandering, and I believe in uh, Alabama. It's really? nice uh, to hear. Yeah, that's a good sign for cases going forward. Well, it's nice to hear good cases. Not news. to max news this too much. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised time? anything got passed in Alabama. Aren't they still in dial-up? <laughs> it, well, it didn't get passed. It basically got struck down oh. by the court. The court said that the way they uh, redrew the district maps was unconstitutional. Wow. Yeah. It's, but I've, not racist enough. <laughs> yeah. No, they said it was too racist, uh, shockingly. Uh, it, it's weird. We don't I know how to call that out. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's what made it so weird. Nice job, America. <laughs> nice job, one court. <laughs> it's kind of like being in the 90s again. Is it? Legis- oh, legis- legislation was moving progressive in the 90s. It was I still s- way behind the line. But- I saw a video of somebody on a VR set playing a PS2 in a room that was like set up like a 90s room. And I immediately <laughs> felt this like fucking deep nostalgia that I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. But I was like, also, uh, the PS2 did not come out in the 90s. I'm pretty sure. 2001. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was like, oh shit, I'm back in like, you know, waiting for Snick to come on. Yeah. Remember Snick? Saturday Night Nick? Yep. Yeah. It was like adult programming for Lord kids. Denver. Yeah, we, guys, we're getting older. We got to stay up late like a big boy now. I know. It was a big deal. Are you afraid of the, the dark? dark? Yeah. Got to yeah. be scared and spooked out. Also, <gasps> for the record, on Nickelodeon? For the record, I was. I, Were I you was, afraid of the dark? Didn't need You're them mocking me the about dark. it every... Oh, yeah, it's fucking dark. Um, I'll even go further and say I'm that kind of generation that grew up on that and then transitioned into when it went to TV land. That's how I grew up on all those old shows. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yep. 
I uh, I had the advantage of uh, being a single child who spent a lot of time with uh, I, or an only child with a single mother who had to work full time. So I spent a lot of time at my grandmother's house. My grandmother, my my grandfather passed when I was five. So from then on, it was just me and my grandmother mostly. And she showed me all the old shows. Yeah, we watched fucking Ozzy and Harriet. We watched like everything. It was it was the shit. So I have a a, a deeper knowledge than I ever would have gained of those old shows yeah. because of that. And then yeah, once TV Land hit, I was like, here we go. It's the classics. Yeah, mm-hmm. we fit in to watch Dobie Gillis. <laughs> I remember like the days like you know even like, Dobie the Gillis local TV like you know UPN and shit. Like you get home from school and it's still be like it'd be playing the monkeys. Oh yeah, oh, the I TV know. Show and stuff like that. Yeah, wasn't that weird? Yeah. Like, why is the monkeys in syndication yeah. in the 90s? Yep. And that's like, that's how I first saw the old Doctor Who's. Uh, they the were old, in syndication uh, late night on some little the, crap. The old the 60s channel. Batmans. Oh, yeah. I watched yeah. so yeah. many of those. Oh, my God. I watched those obsessively as a kid at Grandma's house. Grandma's house was cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Grandma had the good cable. And she had, she would always put Toll House chocolate chip cookies in the refrigerator. Nice. Yeah. And I don't know why they were so good. It's cold ass chocolate chip cookie. You know, I don't what? know what it was. You know what me and my grandma did? What'd you do? We Drugs? Used to late. <laughs> no, that was grandpa. Oh uh, yeah, black tar heroin. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> it makes some music sound better, and oh. that's that's really that's. Here's the thing. Have no you heard one, Edelweiss on heroin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here's the deal. No one is supposed to listen to Lou Reed sober. That is a rule. That's true. Yeah. Um, we he did not do Edelweiss, did he? I like to no. listen to okay. 808s and heartbreaks on ayahuasca. <laughs> <laughs> God didn't make <laughs> Aphex Twin so that I couldn't take hallucinogenics. Mm. Um, uh, <laughs> baby that Jesus. is the right response to Aphex Twin. You think Twin. Baby Jesus <laughs> killed Hitler just so I'd whisper? Um, That's a line from a Run the Jewels song. It's wow. Yep. That's good. Man, I don't... Late night snacks. Me and my grandmother used to have mm, late night snacks. Yeah. She was a 65-year-old woman, so mm-hmm. late night was about 7, 30, 8 o'clock at night. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So it was your normal dessert time. Yeah. yeah. The... Um, <laughs> The snack was typically a little bit of fruit, okay, and a little bit of cheese. Oh, well, that's Ooh, that sounds delightful. shockingly right? reasonable. Like a nectarine and some gouda. As you can see, my diet did not consist of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I was a hostess, uh, a little Debbie boy. Yep, yeah, Daddy buddies, dude. Ooh. I have been on a snack kick lately. Yeah, and, and I, I am kind of like, you know, if you keep keep this up, you're going to. You're gonna affect your metabolism, and you're gonna chubby head go set back in. Yeah, because I, I I'm real slim right now, but I've not always been. Oh, have you been a chubby boy before? I've been I've been a I've been a thick Hilton. Okay, you know, and um, it was typically when I was like in a relationship because I get real comfortable and stop you know doing things as we as all want us to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That shit is a fucking. That's the worst. Why does our body once we find a person? Who is willing to be with us? Do we go? Eh, I'm gonna stop trying. It's, get comfortable. Yeah, and it's really uh, it's something that I have I, that I constantly talk myself out of, and and all I I just I kind of repeat to myself, no, 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 you still have to earn her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't deserve her, so I need to earn her. Yeah. Well, and and of course, there's a lot. There's a lot to break down there. We're going to save that for our, our men's health show that we're launching <laughs> in the fall. But um, the uh, you you do 100 percent deserve. Yeah, of you course. still you just you, but but you it's should always feel like you you want to work for it. And I'll bet you, you right now, effort, yeah, you're going to say yes to this. Is she still earning you every day? Yep. Right. Without question. Most women that I've known 
not, I don't know any all women or whatever. Most women that I've known think about the effort. Yeah. And I have not always thought about the effort. It's easy not to. Yeah. And, and, and when you, there's video games and they're so good. Weed. They're so fucking good. There's so many. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many. Are, are you a PC gamer at all? I used to be. I need to get a better graphic. I didn't card. mean to take okay. it back to games. Finish your it's thought. Right. Oh, no. Uh, oh, what was it about late night cheese and snacks and shit? No, no, it was good. no, no. It was about us being better men. No, I was, I was I, saving it in the fall, September. I'm a better man. You just named the show. I'm a better man. We're going to call it Pearl Jam. Why is he? Now I'm hard. Okay. He's <laughs> <laughs> very handsome. So handsome. It's oh. just a spot on impression. <laughs> Can you get hard from good impressions? <laughs> I do that. It sounds like share. Pre- <laughs> impression of a good way, maybe. <laughs> Oh, I don't even remember what topic we were on. Well done, gentlemen. Oh, we have hit a high water mark. Amazing. We haven't yeah. even touched on trailers. I, I love that I told you we love to get off topic and you were like, yeah. challenge accepted. Uh-huh, we are motherfuckers. approximately 20 some minutes into the show, 25 ish minutes into the show. We have not talked about trailers. Vancy Single. <laughs> um, have you seen this movie in the theaters? Teenage Kraken something? No. Yes. 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 Ruby, Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken. My 12-year-old was just like, ugh. Oh, yeah? Like, yeah, she doesn't she, like? Yeah, she was just like, yeah, it, sound, it sounds mid. All right. Everything's just mid. <laughs> Dude, that one cuts mid, deep. Mid, for real, for real. Mid, mid hurts. Mid, mid hurts, yeah. Like, if, like, right, right in the abdomen. Yeah. Like, when they tell me that my favorite Solid, Marvel movies yeah. are mid, I'm... I'm Single hurt. air horn. Yeah. I'm hurt. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing subtle. It does hurt horn. to get punched in the stomach. Ask Houdini. Oh. You know, some of us aren't here to defend themselves. My mind just went instantly to... Too soon? Uh, yeah, Stanley Tucci as Merlin. <laughs> <laughs> Same guy, right? Yeah. Merlin, who do you think? Same thing. Just don't mention Chris, Chris Angel. That's a, true. A friend of mine compared me to Stanley Tucci. She said I was cute like Stanley Tucci, and that compliment has sat with me for a while. He's adorable. He is yeah. a very handsome man. Mm-hmm. He's a very handsome man. Well, I don't know if you've although ever Although with that mustache, you look like Stanley Tucci if you had to stay 50 yards away from all playgrounds. I, I, There's a couple movies back in the day. That is a given for a mustache. Yeah. yeah. It's, I just trimmed mine down. Well, when you you added the the goatee, you got yeah. the, the full Van Dyke, as yeah. they say. I don't know if you know, but there's a couple movies back in the day where the Tooch uh, went shirtless, and that dude is pretty fucking ripped. Well, oh, about really? to Google shirtless Tooch. Yeah, do it, shirtless Tooch. The Tooch is loose. See them Tooch so tits. <laughs> Toochy titties. Oh, we're about to see his web history. Oh, it's forever unclean because oh. of this show. <laughs> I used to host X-rated trivia. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. Where you know, know has David Schwimmer pulling? Up. I was just wondering the same thing. Yeah. Look at that. Damn. Hey, Dad. Yeah. All right. Now you got me hard. Yeah. Uh, okay. We're gonna have to wrap this one early. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. That's that's one of the oh, other ones that I was hair. thinking. Of. Young yeah, Tooch. Look, yeah. I, I think that's a hair piece. Oh but. fuck! He even looked better than me with hair. That's so insulting. I will say, uh, I admire that you went with the full clean shaven look, though. Yeah. Oh, just the mustache. No, I'm just saying, like as far as the head. Oh, is the head? head. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, wait, the wait, Lord was wasn't giving me much of a choice. Say, it like, was like, that or the cul-de-sac. I want to say, like you see the one on the bottom right, where it's like it's yeah. clearly going. It's just yeah. like, just, dude, just shave it. Oh just yeah, shave for it. sure. But I, to be fair, I believe that that is from a movie, a comedy, and the joke. Part of the joke is his bad, bad hair. His bad hair. Okay. Yeah. What movie like, is that from? It always just looks like Homer Simpson. Okay. <laughs> I um I have honestly thought about growing my hair out just to see, see what, what it looks, it looks like. Because like. I don't even know how far back it's receded at this point. Like, you know, like before I shave, I can kind of get a sense. Yeah. And yes. it's very much thinned in the back. 
So I would totally be sporting the monk shit. And I. For fun. Fuck it. For fuck it. You know, yeah. I'm wearing a stupid ass mustache yeah. right now and loving it way more than any mustache deserves. Dude, I've had a mustache for. Tuck. Yeah. Oh, this will be my third year having a mustache. Here's the deal, Mike. I love you. Thank you. You're one of my best friends. Thank you. The work we've put into the show uh-huh. is so outshined by this dude. Uh-huh. It's been such <laughs> a good time. Right. I, I I don't like mustaches. Even mine? It's fine. It's fine. If you have to put something on your upper lip, it's gonna be the you biggest look, fight we've ever had. You it, you look the show might be over. Two, 275 was a good run. <laughs> um you look great with it. Thank you. But if you had told me that I would grow a mustache and not immediately shave it off a year oh, ago, I see. I would have punched you in the face. You're like, there's no fucking way. Fuck that. Yeah, They're the, the lamest type mm-hmm. of hair, the lamest type of facial hair, which is not a, a thing that should have a lamest of. Yeah. Oh, there's a huge portion of my life where I was like, there's no way I'll ever do it. That's ridiculous. And then I was like, but what if I was Ted Lasso for Halloween? That would be funny. And then I did it and I was like, oh, kind of kicks ass. Right? Yeah. And that's the problem. Like, see, I've always done like you got, Jared, yeah. with, with, with the goatee with it. Yeah. And I, that to me, that was like, that's how you get away with it. I just did this overnight while we were working on Fat Nerd News. Like, I usually have the beard. You fucking shaved Full beard. Too? Yeah. So I had the full beard for uh, Yeah, I shaved in the middle. Like, I haven't slept today. I haven't slept overnight. Yeah. No, that's what we were talking about earlier with the time you're putting in. Yeah. Uh, what time we record? We recorded this at like 1030 in the morning or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is uh, 11.04 a.m. Yeah. Central time. On a Saturday? So uh, Saturday, uh, so July 8th, 2023. Fatner knew that I started about midnight, mm-hmm. episode two, and it was done about 6 a.m. Dang. Got it done and posted by 8 a.m. Dang. Um, Fantastic. My full news show that I do. for It's like a weekend update for nerdy shit. Dang. And uh, your shows, uh, are they, they're not just on YouTube, are they? Uh, so that one is just on YouTube. It's okay. a five-minute or so show, just a weekend update style, like I said. But it's, it's weekly on Saturdays. Okay. Uh, my podcast video is on Spotify and YouTube, and then it's everywhere, just the audio. Okay. Spotify and YouTube. Okay, cool. Yeah. Man. Use tubes. And we'll go through uh, this again at the end of the show during Pixel Plot. Gotta go to these kids, get them on the use tubes. Well, that's the thing is, that's what I was talking about is is why it's been so exciting seeing some of the, the newer shows embracing video. Yeah. Is because this has been an example of kind of a shift in how people consume media. Yeah. You know, people are watching podcasts. Yeah. And it's not always that there has to be video worthy elements. Your show has those. Yeah. But sometimes just seeing the people who you love to listen to sit and chat. Yeah. Like, um, and, and, and if you can even just basic like reference points on screen, you there's know, there's things you can cap the, there's things that are lost when you can't see a facial expression. Yeah. Just yeah. simply from that. Yeah. Um, I will say that like, I am the guy though, that like when I watch a podcast or I watch a show or anything, I have my notebook out like you have here in front of you, and I'm taking notes on camera angles, camera cuts, transitions. Yeah. Um, I'm a student of the game on all that shit. Yeah. So when I design a show like Fat Nerd News, it's been s- <sighs> April. I started that. Oh, wow. Okay. And I just put out the first episode last Saturday. Oh, like wow. that's how long it took to get that virtual set built, get everything designed, and I'm, you know, doing it through my whole self. Yeah. You know, and that's that is a lot of time and effort to put into something that you know really you'd have no idea what's what it's going to be at this point. No, you know? but the the 
the quality speaks for itself. Well, thank you. And yeah. I mean, I, that's how I kind of want to operate everything. It's just, I want the quality to just shine through. I know, like I said, I never wanted it to be an asterisk on anything of like, Oh, this person, it's a cool show because he's doing it like this or because of this. No, I just want it to be a good show. Yeah. Exactly. I want it to be a good, good product. That's a great thing. I, w- I was watching an interview with Jimmy Kimmel on hot ones yesterday. And he was talking about the thing, one of the things that he picked up from Stern and, and Howard Stern's got both good and bad qualities. Yeah. But, but one of the things he picked up was that Stern would do anything for the sake of the show. I was going to say for the tits. Well, you know, great. <laughs> everyone loves touching a titty. That's that's just a fact. Here, here. that's why I'm See, I'm so much happier now. Yeah. So I always thought that Howard Stern was the horniest person on the planet. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. every show was just like, how do I get this person naked? But it was also because he was unabashed in saying what he thought shouldn't be said. His and, movie Private Parts really changed me a lot. I love, I that, love movie. that movie. I yeah. adore that movie so much. WNBC. Yeah. <laughs> that movie was on that USA was and on part. syndication. Like it was on like you could yeah, see it like every that. day. Like USA had like that and Mall Rats and a couple other movies that were just like always in a loop. You mm-hmm. could see them on like once a week or so. That had to have crazy bleeps and subs yeah. for words. Uh the the private part one was really good because Howard went back into his studio and oh, yeah. re-recorded little like uh walk on screen little things where he was like, Hey guys, we had to censor this stuff. This is the part where we'd have like some tits or something like that. And he's like telling the viewer on like USA like, what you're about to watch. We had to edit. And it's like him walking on the screen as a little miniature Howard. Wow. Yeah, he went to that full detail. Putting in the work, man. Yeah. That's that, that extra effort. Yeah. Just to make it yeah. just for the joke. Yeah. yeah. Just and just for something that you wouldn't think to do. We've done it a certain way. Ah, just put in the edits, put in the bleeps, it's fine. Yeah. But no, he's like, you know what? For what, a couple days of shooting and writing, yeah. and I can actually make the TV experience better and or Yeah similar mm. um i i mean we talked off camera a little bit like, everything has to be like we i really tried to be had to be on my own for a lot of stuff yeah because i couldn't figure out i had to figure it out on my own because i couldn't rely on anybody else for a lot of stuff uh so that just came to my nature of like even when i do fat nerd news and stuff like that or even my live show i'm getting ready to do i'm trying to bring those those elements to it of yeah, like yeah it's not hard for me to, to do that and do something else at the same time. I can multitask because I can get it down and I can get it nailed down to where it's just, you know, muscle memory or something like that. And then I can focus on what I want to do on the side project. Mm-hmm. Man, time. Yeah. Time's a motherfucker. Well, and it's, you know, this is on top of everything else you've got going on. You've got kids. You've yeah. got, you know, um, other responsibilities as yeah. well. And it's, that's never going to change. Mm-hmm. So it, it comes down to a give and take of what can you move around? How can you be more economical with your time? Yeah. But then you still got to rest too. Yeah. You know, my thought is like, I'm trying to get this production studio off the ground of where like, I'm not only doing the podcast, I'm doing fat nerd news. I'm also building a third studio part in my house to where like, if somebody wants to do like a third, like podcast, I can, they can just like rent out my podcast studio, my, my house. Um, and then I'm trying to get the studio off, you know, with doing my flyers, with doing, I just shot a commercial for Miss Treese last week for her show. Um, just really trying to get different things out there to build a portfolio of like, when you see my work, you can see all the fucking effort. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that just speaks for itself. And then, you know, help me get more bookings. Right. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, it's been really good to see. What apparently will not be as good to see is Miraculous Ladybug and Cat Noir, oh, the movie. Boy. Uh, don't tell my six-year-old. We've never had... Uh, people be so turned off to something before I even started the trailer. Mm-hmm. Both of you guys were like, nah, fuck that show. Yeah, we both have <laughs> six-year-old girls. Yeah, and I, I know there's a tale involved. Yeah. This show yeah. <laughs> this show has no fucking idea what it is. What the hell is it? 
Is it superheroes? It's a solid it, question. It's superheroes it's an advertisement in for toys. It's furry superheroes in France. Kind of. But it, it's the original show plays off a lot more of the like uh, anime tropes in the style than this did. Yeah, and you said uh, it was like an anime, but it's like yeah, it was set like a, in it Europe. It was an anime set in France with clearly American characters. Yeah, Fr- franime, if you will, franime with Americans, fran Americans. But it was like three D. It's three D animated though, right? It's not. It's not really anime, right? No, yeah, no. original. No, but I mean they they're like when they would transform, like oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. visuals are playing a very much off that style. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like they were trying to make an anime-esque product set in France with, with shitty American... It gave uh, me Power Ranger vibes. It's just, Okay. It's really like, all over the but place. But without Zords, just them transforming into suits. Yeah. And they're not like they don't, futuristic suits. They kind of look like costume party They also outfits. don't know how to use the word miraculous properly. Well, they were referring to them as the miraculous? They, they, Is that what it was? Is this the, the kind of shit they wear in the show, too? Yeah. The yeah. S- the stone or thing that they have that turns them into that yeah. is called the miraculous or a miraculous. Okay. Yeah. And then when they transform, they are then a miraculous. Yeah. Um, and that's not how the word miraculous works. It's you like, can't be a miraculous. It's, it's not a noun. <laughs> It's right, a, it's a purposeful reappropriation. No, no, no. Kind of like when I did that impression of Chef a little while. That's ago. not how words do. <laughs> <clears throat> no, because once you capitalize the M in miraculous, it's now like a, a name. person, place, or thing. It is, yeah. It just, it yeah, just. It's like when people separate the words unloading meat, and I'm like, no, it's my, it's my, it's my company name. It's my branding. It's one word. Unloading meat. Yeah. Unloading meat. Well, it's just like it's like one loading meat production. Like, you know what I mean? It's like it's one word. It's a brand. It's a company name. Right. Right. I will say though, that search on the top there where it's got the space, yeah. that filled in for me. Really? Yeah, when I was looking for it this morning. Nice. And I thought that was interesting. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's not how words do. I, you I can't am so impressed that there's not a single dirty search there. Like I am off my game. <laughs> it's YouTube. You yeah. know you're not gonna oh, yeah, get good stuff. YouTube. Yeah. Uh Shirtless Stucci. Also, my- also, I just need to talk about the 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 dipshit villain in this fucking bullshit cartoon. He was like a fancy man. They named him Hawk Moth. Yeah, well, Hawk Man was taken. Hawk Moth, Hawk which Moth. which when you say it quickly, which they do Hawk several Moth. times throughout the show, it sounds like Hogmaw. Hogmaw or Hogmaw, whatever, whatever that disgusting ass dish is. Oh, that's like intestine. Yeah, it's like yeah. Pig, like stuff. No wonder my six year old can't pronounce words correctly. Yeah, uh, and I'm like, that's that's you, you. You put two words together like that that don't just work. Hawk moth. Yeah. Hawk moth. Yeah. It's like a bad translation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The whole show feels like a bad translation. Like a bad fortune. Like it's like a completely. It was like AI generated script before AI generated was the it, thing. It's like someone took the original script from another language, put it into Google Translate, and then didn't fix the mistranslations that happened naturally within it. Well, even yeah. their character, the the ladybug and the cat boy or whatever it is. It, cat it, noir. Get it right or okay. pay the price. It uh, reminds me kidding. of like, you ever see like a, a television show or movie have like 
the local in that universe, like spinoff local hero or something like that. And it's just like this made for show, like like superhero they made just for that episode or something like that. Yeah, yeah. that's what those characters look like. Oh they're yeah, like, like they're, they're fake they, things for a TV like show that aren't DC trademarked. Or Mar- yeah. Marvel, so they had to create their own character, and it was this uh, yeah. ladybug. Uh, this cat is the, noir. Yeah, this yeah. is one of the superheroes the Simpsons kids watch on their TV. Yeah, yeah it just yeah. so happens that all their logos mm-hmm. and everything are also the Netflix colors. Uh, so it's, it's all like, Netflix. It mm-hmm. reminds me of my other favorite thing, which we've talked about on the show several times, but is the um, the porn? fake band names oh. in uh God, we talk about porn. Lot of porn. But uh, the fake band names in like sitcoms and TV shows when they're like, oh no, the kids are going to go see uh, uh, Rancid Balls. <laughs> That's not one, but you know. Well, it's like my, my favorite. Uh, I'm a big Norm MacDonald fan. Oh, he's uh, so one of my all time favorite ones was his uh, Star Search bit. It was a it was an Easter egg on his album. Yeah. And it was him talking about like on Star Search, there's always that other brand name, like Hot Property. And he just goes, it's just like, basically it's a, it's a five minute bit. And he just keeps saying the name hot property and <laughs> he keeps drilling it in because he knows it's not working, but he just keeps doing it as norm. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's classic norm. Yeah. There's something about that on stage where you just keep repeating something Yeah, and the audience knows it's coming and you know, it's coming and it's not naturally funny, yeah. but it becomes funny. Yeah. It's, it's that. I don't know. It's cause it's kind of like it's a, infectious. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of like a partnership because yeah. they know you're doing it. You know you're doing it. Yeah. Wait. Hold on. Created, which are created by the supervillain Hawk Moth, later renamed Shadow, Shadow Moth in season four, and Monarch in season five. In season four, they were like, "Guys, we fucking gotta change this name. Monarch yeah. it sucks so, much so bad. It sucks so bad." All right, Shadow Moth. Fine, whatever the fuck, fuck it. After season four, they're like, no, that one sucks too. We got to revisit this guy's name. Monarch, I don't fucking care. Isn't that a Venture Brothers villain? <laughs> Who? Monarch? The I monarch? don't know. It's just butterflies. It's, it's not even the same as a moth. It's yeah, a exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. A monarch moth? A monarch. <laughs> so yeah, and then it also says prior to its debut in France, the series was shown in South Korea. Oh. In the United States, the series originally debuted on Nickelodeon. Oh, was 2015? Removed. Yeah, 2016 was when it originally showed on uh, Nickelodeon. But only five seasons, so it's um, had some pauses in there, too. Uh, some of it was uh, pushed due to uh, uh, COVID. Oh, yeah, that happened. Yeah, uh, yeah I forgot about COVID. Yeah. I was, well, you know. That uh, old rascal. So did a lot of our right-wing friends. Anyway. Oh. Hey! <laughs> Except for that one day in January. I think uh, I forgot about COVID. Yeah. There's that subtle uh, horn again. Uh, but this movie looks terrible. It's your favorite. Uh, it, it is. My it favorite. does look terrible. It is my favorite. This, um, this entire property is terrible. All right. So, and I'm very forgiving of kids' shows because of, you know, that they're for having children. Having children and well, that, needing them to be distracted sometimes. No, like ones like those where, because there's the ones where, you know, like the Disney movies and, or movies and some of the shows where they know that. They're, that you're going to watch it together. So they try and give a little bit of yeah. stuff for the parents. Like those are the oh, shows yeah. like Cat Noir, Ladybug. That's the one where they're like, this is just for the kids. We know the, this that's is for why when the parents furries. are out of the room. Exactly. That's why they're furries. It's the so, indoctrination. Mom. Oh, damn it. It wasn't the drag queens. <laughs> Fuck. It's all the fucking, sense now. It was Cat Noir the whole time. It was the whole time. Now I'm yiffy. Uh, what's the stupid word that you groomer? Yes. Uh, right. Groomer. Which also works because of cat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. See? See? Oh. Now we're getting deep in it. Groomer, no grooming. I did Groom, a deep cut. Groomer, don't groom reference me. now with Yiffy, and nobody picked it up on it. Uh, oh. Has anybody I, ever I, watched I, The Everlasting Snow Mew? No. no. Oh. The Everlasting Googling. who what? 
Everlasting Snowmew. Oh, it's a deep cut. Uh, it's a. Uh, do you guys remember Second Life? Uh, yeah, well, kinda. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Second Life is a game where you basically can build anything and just you know it's a virtual. It's a view. It's a VR world before. Yeah, and then people turned it real nasty. Yeah, you could build with everything. Oh wow. Yeah, oh, people um, people made it real gross. Hilton, there was a section of furry people on there, and uh, not just the furries. Like there was. Just, yeah. So Second Life became a home for dicks. Okay. Dicks. Uh, basically, the story was there was this guy. And uh, named Kristoff. And yeah, that's it right there. And uh, he was a furry and he was a big shot in, uh, in uh, <laughs> good call. What's the show called? Or what's the game called? Second life. Yeah. yeah, he, yeah. He's a big guy in second life. And secretly he was a furry. And this guy poses another furry and they basically have phone sex over like discord. Oh, and he recorded the entire thing and it's the top 10 and it gets really deep and it's hilarious. Oh. Like when you hear him, like it's, it's, it's very very funny, but like, there's even so a we're just seeing a, a so transcription. I, I was right to mute. Oh, if we had the, you can hear it too. Like, no, no, no. But I was, no, I was no, right no, to yeah. mute it. Yeah, you're yeah. right to mute it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's. But like, that's I would choice. give this a listen because even there's a top ten at the end, and at one point after he comes, um, okay, he goes, "It's a good thing you're not recording this. Uh oh, you're not right." Yeah, that's that's if you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this basically got him ruined in Second Life. Well, because it depends on. Was this in America? I have no idea. I was going to say, because it depends on what state you're in, because some I, states are one party recording. I was a WoW Oklahoma player, Oklahoma. and this went That's this went into our communities of like, have you seen this shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because he's like, I'm a stressed snow kitty. That's what he's saying. He goes, meow. He's like, rawr. So you don't need Kevin Stitt's permission to record see, phone nom, nom. calls with him. I'm not, so you can see all the different. <laughs> oh, yeah. my goodness. <laughs> you know. And he goes, are you yiffy? Which I, means horny. In okay. The furry community. Okay. Oh, Yiffy? Yeah. Yiffy. Means horny. Oh. Yeah. And pawing means masturbate, basically. Like, Was it Yiffy like a like a, a, one of the guys that used to do movie uploads on uh, like Pirate Bay? Were you guys ever a, a oh, Pirate yeah, Bay yeah. guy? I mean, I mean, I've heard of Pirate Bay. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I, my I, bad. Yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. I, oh, oh, I wrap my paws. Okay. You know what? Fuck it. Let's just <laughs> dive the fuck in. I wrap my... He says, I wrap my paws around you and pull you up... A, hurry this shit. Listen, man. Not <laughs> to kink shame, but... Y'all, you can just have sex as humans so I can snuggle you. Oh, that's actually kind of sweet. Oh, adorable, isn't he? So he's like Mom. narrating it to you, the audience, too, laughing about it. And then the quotations. What was the gayest voice you've ever heard or what? <laughs> was that the shit. gayest voice you've ever heard? Oh, I mean. Uh, uh, it gets pretty bad. But like, yeah. it's it's very flamboyant, too, so, that talking on here. Well, I don't think anything can ever that, top that degree of homophobia. Okay. Like, this laughing I can't tell is, if that's homophobic or... Well, well, I mean, we, we need the sound on. Yeah, we need we'll, to experience we'll this with the sound. Let's let's just give them five seconds. Do we, do we dare? We okay. da- we d- okay. fuck it. I dare. So how long is all night? Why? Nom nom nom. You're being a cutie. You know that? Huh? Being a cutie. I'm a cutie. You're being. How do you masturbate to that? If you hear him coming on parts of it, he's like, uh, no, no, I do not. <laughs> no, 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 no. Good for you, Christoph and yeah. Ulid, Ulid I It's a very funny video. I give it, guys, it's called The Everlasting Snow Mew. Watch it. It's about 10 minutes long. It's worth a lift. It's just good laugh. Yeah. It's yeah. Good laughter. <laughs> it's, um, Nom nom nom. Boy oh boy, the internet sure is weird, huh? Um, it's so I damn weird. I quote that like the Giphy stuff and Om nom nom, like all that stuff's like in my my 
lexicon now. Okay. Um, it's like Charlie the Unicorn and a lot of stuff. It's like it's a built into me now. We're going to Candy Mountain, Charlie. Yeah. The creator looks cool. Creator looks dope. Uh, the Terminator comes to District Nine. Yeah, a little bit had a little bit of that feel. Yeah, a little bit of Skynet goes live. It's an AI. Of, yeah. AI what what was the movie with the girl with the anime eyes? The like, it was released a couple years ago. Uh, Battle Angel Alita. Yes. Hey, it kind of gave me nice that vibe pull. a little bit too. Didn't see it. It gave Didn't me that see vibe. It. Still could pull it. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 got um. It, it it gave me strong District Nine vibes too, honestly. With the For idea sure. that there, there was some robot culture. I was going to say the look saw. of some of the robots and like the way they were like, there were seemed to have levels to them, like worker drone, sort of up to like fancy humanoid. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it, it was giving me also Rick and Morty vibes of like when they go to the the complex and like they see all the like the Citadel Ricks. I don't know if you guys are Rick and Morty fans. No, nah. I'm only about uh, halfway through like season one. Maybe I'm just it's good. I just there's so much. It gets so, so much, much better. Hyrule's Once not they get it away itself. from Justin Roiland so much. Yeah. Man. The uh, But yeah, this um, very much is a humans versus machines kind of story. Yeah. Uh, the trailer introduces us to a um, some type of military guy uh, who is supposed to be taking out this major weapon. That well, we don't know has. if he... Or to be fair, we don't know if he was a military guy right. or he is now sort of in that role because of the uh, apocalyptic world that they are now living yes. in maybe yeah. he's been it's sort true. of forced into taking on that sort of you know maybe military resistance-esque yeah. role he might not have no training all we know is this guy is being tasked to go get a weapon that the robots have yes and the weapon is a sweet little kid yes with a, a weird hole in her head because she's a robot kid when I mean, they so they showed other people with that same thing a little bit or are we no no uh not typically on air we used to watch yeah. the whole trailer on air and that didn't work no nah, not so much yeah um but yeah, so it. Uh, I don't know. I, I I feel like at some point where I mean, there was obviously a biblical allegory, like right out of the fucking gate, uh, which well, not not my favorite. But you the know. only thing that I couldn't remember is like we watched it off camera. Is uh, the outfits of their soldier suits, or whatever? I was like, I've seen that before, and it oh. looked like Killmongers. Oh, Ooh. like with the orange or like the yeah, yeah. like there's scenes. See, like that part yeah. right there, like their little vests. It yeah. reminded me of Killmonger's vest and Black Panther, that like all their outfits like that. I like, just that the whole theme just reminded me of it so mm-hmm. much. Yeah, and I couldn't place it, and as you had it there, I was like hey, it was Killmonger. I mean, you've got a lot of good um, standard tropes here. Before we even get into the specifics of this actual yeah. film, the humans versus AI fight has been a winning topic for. It's literally why we have 15 Terminator movies. Yeah. Yep. And um, it's honestly how we've kept the robots at bay. Uh, but the the idea of a kind of rough and tumble guy having to suddenly be in a parenting role, you know, is, is a standard trope as well. Uh, the idea of uh, something extremely dangerous also being something extremely innocent. Yeah. Um, and, and having grand repercussions if it isn't, you know that CGI was a little rough, but on her. But you're talking it, about early, her? On the, right there, just right there around. I'm the, gonna watch that again. It felt like janky on her face right there. Like, okay, just a little bit right there. Everything else looked good on. on she looked good earlier, but just right there, just for it, again, it's the trailer too. I'm fascinated when when people catch um, bad CGI because I don't catch as much of it. So I and really like maybe to see- it's just my visual eye too of like a lot of stuff. Like I said, I do a lot of stuff where I'm studying like camera cuts and stuff like that right now. So I'm like very yeah, keen on it right now. You're deep in it. 
it's hard for me to turn that shit off, especially when I'm really I high. just noticed that the creator uh, font looked very similar to the Aviator. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. DiCaprio movie. Yeah. yeah About the piss shark guy. What was this? Oh, that's a flash. flash. <laughs> and you see Flash? You just you totally let that one slide, no. huh? Yeah. Of the movie about the piss jar guy. <laughs> well, I just figured we'd call the episode piss jar guy, and we've got it. <laughs> done well, and done. done now, Jesus. Done, just saved ourselves two minutes off mic later. Uh, Play me a song, you're the piss jar guy. <laughs> what the fuck did I sign up for? Who knows? Uh, uh, something about piss jars. Cat Noir in the corner is a furry I hear. <laughs> she had sex oh. on recording for free. I can't wait to not watch that goddamn movie. Yeah, uh, you you have a child still. Yeah, it'll be on, and I will not be in the same room. Yeah, that's yeah that that Netflix happens. has a whole section of movies will, that kids will, watch while their parents are fucking. I was gonna say it'll be that, or I'll hear parts of it while I'm like doing laundry or some shit, Man. or I'll walk through the room with a laundry basket and go, "This is so dumb." <laughs> Um, uh, oh, we watched some gameplay for dude. For, for new Spiderman, and yeah. I'm glad we did because I'd seen that a little bit of that fight behind the building, and mm -hmm. I remembered watching it that we get to see Spider-Man using his Venom powers. Yeah, but you having us watch that again today, I didn't see. I wasn't really taking it in. Yeah, the new traversal looks really cool. Um, later on in the trailer, even like it shows you like uh, Miles having like there's water traversal fighting now. Oh. Like they like the villains are on jet skis and you actually have to fight them on jet skis. And you know what? You just my one complete you mentioned earlier they expanded the map. Yeah. They brought in Queens and Brooklyn. Yeah. And Queens, I was like, well, Queens is all single story houses. How the fuck are they gonna get around? Same way you do around water. Yeah. You know? And like, yeah, like the, the very end of this trailer, the last like five minutes is uh them fighting the lizard. Because the whole story like it shows like Craven trying to hunt the lizard, and you know you know, Kirk Connors is Peter's friend. Yeah, exactly. So Peter's trying to save them, and he's pissed off as the symbiote. Yeah, and that's the other thing, too, in the fight we really yeah, see. This is where, yeah, it's cool. You can see the lizard. The lizard looks dope. Mm. Uh, but in the fight scene uh, behind the building, Peter was getting really aggressive with the guys, you know, saying stuff yeah. that you wouldn't normally hear Peter say, like, you know, he wants to hunt. I'll show you a hunt. Oh, wow. Yeah, that lizard does look badass. Scary. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Oh, wow. Kurt, you've gained weight. Yeah, he's he's massive. Uh, even in parts of the trailer, they show him like shedding his skin, and it's huge. Like he just got bigger and bigger. Wow, cool. And uh, Genki controls like a drone now, so he helps you. Okay, cool. What do you guys think of Genki and Spider Verse? Uh, he's closer. I don't know. Like <clears throat> he's not really much there. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think I remember. So we, we saw Into the Spider. Well, all three of us have seen Into yeah. the yeah. Spider-Verse. Yeah. And, and and quick spoilers, um, we all loved it, right? Yeah, I oh, loved yeah. that movie. Yeah. Um, there's it, one strong scene with Genki where a couple of the spider folks come through Miles' dorm. Yeah. And um, Genki is guy behind the computer. Exactly. Yeah. But he says no to that. Yeah. He says, because Miles is like, can you call the cops? And he, he's like, I'm not, not going to do that. It's a slippery slope. Yeah. And then he's like, I will not be your guy, 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 guy at the desk, guy behind the computer, the, yeah. guy, in the, guy in the chair. Yeah. yeah. And that to me was such a kind of turning on its head of that trope that I loved it. Yeah. Uh -huh. You know, that was one of those little touches that made that movie yeah, so much that. better for me. Well, my thoughts are too, is like they can have the, the nod, nod to the character in there, but if he's not going to be a prime focus of the story, why put him in that role if it's going to piss all the fans off? You know what I mean? Like you can give a little nice nod to it without having to like, just have them in there to be fan service and do nothing with it or do it bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Whereas I think in like in the PS5 game or the PlayStation games, like Genki's really awesome. Yeah. Uh, he's really good. Yeah, he was great on Miles Morales. Yeah. And the um I don't know though. I mean, for it not for it only being like the one scene, because I, I think it was just one scene. Yeah. I didn't mind it. Because we know that he was I, did we know he was Genki in the first movie? Or was he just a roommate? We uh, I don't know if they had his name or not. I mean, he had the one scene where, like, he didn't he pass out whenever he saw them all on the webs or, like, he saw them all on the ceiling. Yeah, they were all up on the ceiling. Him, uh, like, it was the Noir and Ham and all that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But I don't know if he was originally just called Genki or not. I don't know if he was, like, oh, the either. I mean, it's not exactly a guarantee, but I'm going to look up here if he's mentioned anywhere. I loved the Doc Ock uh, twist, it, both in the PlayStation game and that. Appears. So he does appear, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was rewritten due to Spider-Man Homecoming having a similar character in Ned Leeds, yeah. Okay. Peter Son was cast as Genki before the character's dialogue was cut in the film. Son would later voice the character in the sequel. So they brought it back. That's cool. Yeah. And well, I, I had a contract. <laughs> I guess even if Peter or nobody says his name out loud, they'd still named him. Yeah. So, I mean, it might have been a gamble to change it. I don't know. The only thing that I've really hated so far of the Spider-Man games is I hate the recasting of Peter Parker from PS4 to PS5. Did you guys oh, see that? No, uh, I, I didn't haven't. notice. Um, I might have, if I really, you know, got back into the first one, but it was pretty jarring for me for like just those games. Whenever you're getting on such an it's emotional just a new voice. No, they re they, it's the same voice. They re they got a different, uh, Oh, oh you are uh, talking about the updated models. Yes. The updated okay. model. Yeah. In oh. the original game, he looked different. And then the PS4 one got like an update. Yeah, and so, they changed his whole look. I'll find a, a yeah, because during COVID and stuff, they couldn't get the same uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, CGI actor, visual actor, what do you, what's it called? Uh, performance actor. They couldn't get the same guy, and so they had to recast it, and so they changed his face. Yeah, you can see the differences, and it's oh, is that what it was? Because yeah, see I, the difference. It's a completely different looking character. Oh, but yeah, the same voice. So it's very like. Deja vu, what's it called? Like uh Mandela effect kind of thing. Like yeah. when you're playing it, it's very weird. Hmm. Well, for and, those that were really attached to the original. And this is the new guy, right? Yeah. The new guy, like he's real. And um, it also kind of looks a little bit more like Tom Holland. Yes. You know, where this oddly looks like James Franco. But anyway. Um, and it looks like the, the, he's like 10 years younger too. Like yeah. He just looks completely younger. Yeah, he really does. And that's going to be the new Spider-Man going forward uh, for all the miles on Spider-Man 2 and everything. That's the new model. Which, I mean... For consistency, it makes sense. It's just, yeah. There's a lot there. I mean, in, in terms of games preservation, I hate to think how we may lose that original version forever. Yeah. Um, obviously, like you say, there's that that disconnect for for fans who had gotten attached to that. Because, um, spoiler alert, I mean, after you play that whole storyline, and may, may dies. I mean, yeah. it's a pretty pivotal scene, and you're dealing with, like, that scene in the bottom right, you can see it's, like, two characters him crying because his aunt's dying. You know what I mean? Yeah. You played that whole game with that character on the left and now it's recast, but with the same voice, it's kind of jarring when you watch it. Well, what they really should have done is just after he passed, let Shuri take on the mantle. Yeah. And then they don't have to worry about that. Yep. Yep. (laughs) That's a good, that's always a good one. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, but the game looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, can't wait for that to come out and for me to have the money to buy a PS5. Super Hell excited yeah. about that. We can so. share one. We'll share custody. Uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. Tuesday, Thursday, alternating weekends. That's right. Cool. Um, I saw Indiana Jones. What's the and? It's good. It's good. It's perfectly good. Good, but, good. Perfectly good. there's a caveat. Uh-oh. Crystal Skull is not you remember. Okay. Crystal Skull is 
I will give almost on par with Temple of Doom. Ooh. Temple of Doom is not as good as you remember. Dis- I will agree dis- with that. Disagree. Ah, conflict. Now, here's here's my caveat that I will say. Yeah. I know why you're saying that about Temple of Doom. Dan Aykroyd. No. 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 <laughs> because you're objective. You're probably correct technically. Yeah. However, I still enjoy it just as much as I did when I was a kid. Uh, 100%. So for me, it holds up in that I enjoy it just as much. Can I recognize it as not being as good of a film? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I still like that it better than Raiders. fucking rules. You like it better than Raiders? I like it better than Raiders. Wow. Fucking Temple of Doom rules. Yeah. It's a fun movie. It's well, just a it, fun movie. It's it not always a good time, too. There, there is a torture scene, but that part's fun, too. <laughs> the monkey brain eating scene, too? That part's fun. That yeah. part's fun. She was a good. She was a good. They do lady. not eat monkey brains. I resist, and I'm sure if they do, they are very delicious and nutritional. <laughs> That's a deep office cut. There, yeah, it's deep office cut. <laughs> um, parkour. All four of the previous Indiana who is Jones it? Angela movies. says it right. They probably eat monkey brains. They yeah. do not eat. Monkey oh yeah, brains. she's she's the only one who would. Of course, yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. <laughs> a- Angela was the voice of the viewers' um, um, racist uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The but, voice of the MAGA viewer. Yeah, yeah. They got it. Got to have one. It's, Shots fired. Uh, representation is important, and that also means the members of our society we don't like. Good but, people on very fine people on both sides. <laughs> the ones you have to get through Thanksgiving with. Exactly. We <laughs> not all anymore. Have, we all yeah, have holidays, you guys. Not me. I haven't, I haven't had that in a number of years. <laughs> uh, it's been nice. Um, Peaceful. What are we talking about? Uh, oh, Spider-Man. Indiana. Oh, Indiana all, Jones. All four yes. Indiana Jones movies. Follow such a similar formula. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they they grow a little bit after Raiders, as anything does after the first yeah. installment. But there's a... I watched all four of them for uh, every week for four weeks. And they're all great. I just, Raiders is by far the best, simply uh, the way it's crafted. It's just such an excellent movie. There's such an uh, economy of language in that movie, where there's so many scenes where they talk so little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in Doom, you literally learn about the Kali Ma... Because a rando they're in a cage with just tells them all about it. And 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 starting with Doom, you see more of the tell don't show, yeah. which right. is obviously never the thing to do. But with Indiana Jones, there's also an allowance made because Indiana Jones was always slightly <clears throat> corny. Yeah. Slightly campy. They lean into yeah, they, yeah. They didn't take themselves too seriously. Every one of the four movies has got some scene that's kind of based in slapstick. Sure. Even the the kidnapping Marion scene in Raiders, which is a serious scene, is played partially for laughs. Yeah. With Indy kind of falling over the thugs and getting turned around and stuff. It's all four of them do that. And rewatching them, I feel like honestly, Raiders is the best. Temple, or excuse me, Last Crusade may be on par or just behind it. And then you've got Doom, and then you got Skull, and they're all fine. You need a good action, we put them on. Yeah, Dial of Destiny does the same thing. Okay, it's more of the same. It's more of hitting those same plot points. We also have Evolution of Indy. It's set in 1969. Indy is leaning into the age, and the best part about it is when they go on the adventure. Indy gets to take part in the adventure as a, what is he, 80-year-old man or whatever, but they don't ever fake that he's, like, suddenly able to do this shit again. Oh, good. They find ways for him to be in the action in ways that make sense. And I'll give a mildly spoiler spoiler portion. Can I guess? 
Based yeah. on the based yes, on the one hundred percent you can't because you're gonna be time. so wildly off base. Look at no, I know, I, I know, I am. But this is gonna be an adventure. It's for goofs. It does involve a horse. <laughs> it's nineteen sixty nine. So do we get to see him take drugs and do a fuck orgy? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hippie drug orgy. The one thing that's been missing from this franchise is hippie drug orgies. Yeah. Pornography. <laughs> and finally, not enough nudity. No, there's not. And honestly, he does ride a horse. And full that, frontal. That may kind of push it. But you know what? I my mom is seventy three. She could ride a horse. She would. She's ridden horses her entire life, and I bet you she would say that adrenaline pumping, running from the Nazis. You could get on that fucking horse. Hell yeah! Did you guys ever see the the video Stoney did of when Uncharted three came out, and they had Harrison Ford watch gameplay of Uncharted three, and like they were, he's like, "This is amazing," and then somebody took the footage and they recut it and then they just put in like it was like him watching indiana jones for the first time and it's like his reaction is like wow oh wow it's, it's so good <laughs> that's great it's it's a it's, it's a good watch but yeah there's a there's a great scene there's a car chase and the the car chase at some point involves two cars that are kind of fighting between the two cars this is a classic trope we see it in skull we see a version of it in crusade and a character jumps onto the other car and it's not indiana jones because he he no, can't. No. Yeah. But there's a scene later where that person <laughs> needs to get back on the first car. Yeah. And Indy's the one to grab her and pull her back on. Ah, uh, okay. And it was all crafted like that, where they like leaned into it, understood it, and were like, he can still be on this adventure, but he yeah. just has to kind of know his role. He took a blue chew. He's good to go. Yeah. yeah. yeah ex <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, you know, you still get to see the solving the puzzles, yeah, the yeah. figuring out the tricks, you know, and then finding the X on the floor. Yeah, and then one of my favorite things was it still ends in the um, antagonist's hubris leading to their demise once again. And the last act is a little bit wild. And honestly, if you look at the progression of how these movies have gone, it is 100% on par. There is you know not a funny? single movie that is not supernatural. So I'm just now realizing, yeah, yeah, because I'm just now realizing, like, oh, it was the aliens thing, right? It was the aliens thing. Transdimensional yeah. beings. <laughs> Whatever. He survived in a fridge. It was yeah. that It was that yeah. part. Oh, it, okay. it was, I lost it after that. Right, but it was but, that but, part that made but, us go, no. But. And then Shia LaBeouf. But me being me, I somehow found the bullshit at the end of Last Crusade with the fucking Holy Grail, more believable. Raiders yeah. and Last Crusade. And I'm as staunchly an atheist as you can get. Same. But because we've been hearing those stories and, and portions of that stuff our entire lives living in Christian USA. It's easier to buy it as fiction. Boom. That's exactly it. We've come to rep respect the supernatural of popular religion. You know, uh, uh, certain because we can get the references. Certain Judaism stuff, I bet, would totally play as well. You know, if you, oh yeah, yeah, you part know, to, part to see and whatnot. Right? Yeah, exactly. You know, um, I I was the Bobby Hill like on the academic team, legit, where I knew I was basically on there just for all the pop culture references because I was the kid that like literally I got on the academic team because there was one time where they were like, name the Japanese mafia, and nobody knew it. I was like Yakuza, and they're like, how did you know that? I was like Grand Theft Auto Three. Yeah, nice. You know what I mean? Like that's how I got on there. So like, you know, I I just I knew that stuff. I feel the same thing about like you know Christianity and stuff like that. It's kind of in the lexicon of pop culture where it's like you'll get the reference. You know what I mean? Like, right. yep. And and or grow up Catholic and then you. Know. <laughs> but I, go ahead. And that's and that's why and that's why and Temple of Doom maybe gets a pass because it was so long ago and yeah. we all we all love it. You know, yeah. it's it's a it's a classic. But something about 
the aliens just made us all like kind of hold our noses up. At Temple it. of Doom is basically the same quality as Goonies. Oh yeah, but and it's also the same quality as Aliens. Yeah. The dude freaking is ripping out people's hearts with just his janky fingernails. Yeah. yeah, but it's a human doing it to another human. Was, yeah. You know, you 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 fucking let Alf do it. And now all of a sudden, it's a lot funnier. I'm just saying, I would take any of those movies and all of that quality of production over a movie that's 90% shot in a fucking volume. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And and, and that's... That was another thing that was great to see is there is a lot of practical effects in the new one. There's there's a lot of not. Quantum Mania was that movie... I, I, I as much as I liked, I wanted to like that movie. And it's a solid, I would say not even a B movie. It's a C movie. Yeah. It's not um, it is just them in front of a volume and a green screen for just the entire movie. Just talking to nobody. That was the thing. It, it, they didn't do enough to kind of make you feel like part of the world. Yeah. And Marvel's at the point now where they have shown us so many worlds that it's starting to run together. Well, you my know? thoughts are, is they, they and if figured I'm saying out, it, it's a problem. They mm-hmm. figured out the, like this like loophole where like, okay, we had to get around all these restrictions with COVID. Um, oh, the Mandalorian event in the, the volume. Let's use that everywhere. And that allowed mm-hmm. them to get all these actors and spots and just place them wherever they want to. And they're not even in the same spot, same, you know, reacting off each other. Yeah. And to me, you lose something in that whenever you're filming. Well, and it's, it's just like episode one, two, and three for, for George Lucas. Yeah. He, he had this whole new style of making movies and he thought it was going to be the end all be all, yeah. but the technology still had limitations. Uh, yeah. It had limitations about how they could shoot height and stuff, yeah. which is why so many of those scenes are shot at the same angle, showing characters talking to each other. Yeah. Because that was the way the fucking green screen or whatever worked. Yeah. And we're in the same place now, just more advanced. You yeah. know, we don't have that problem anymore, but we've got three other new ones. My favorite example of this kind of shit was the difference between the Lord of the Rings of the Hobbits and watching the... Did you ever watch the behind the scenes of Ian McKellen breaking down? Yeah. I have him crying on set, like, basically. Um, the scene where... You've watched the Hobbit movies, right? Yeah. Remember the scene where it's like him and they're introducing the 13 dwarves and they're all doing like the plates and stuff around the kitchen and stuff like that. Yeah. He's filming that. And then basically the entire thing's green screen. He's just having to react with nobody. Yeah. And there's like some famous behind the scenes where he's just like smashing his fist against the table. Like this is fucking hard. Like yeah. I can't do this. Yeah. Like he just he wanted didn't to know quit. What to, where to look. Well, yeah, yeah. it's fucking ridiculous. And it's so. Sir Ian McKellen, one of the best but, actors in the fucking world. Yeah, because he's, he's having a mental breakdown. Like this is fucking impossible. So that's not how acting is mm-hmm. supposed to work. Yeah, you're, you're playing off of each other. Yeah, it's, yeah. And they're like, and Gandalf has a fun merry dinner with thirteen dwarfs and Bilbo. Well, action. This shall not pass. You know yeah. what I mean? Ah. Ah, zing. Ah, we didn't already have the name. I know. Should we pick it and plug it? Let's do it. All righty. Um, uh, let's let you go first. Uh, it, get So you can do your um, plugs. Okay. Real quick. We haven't talked about the live recording. That's yeah. why I was saying that. Cool. So that, yeah, that's oh, why yeah. I was saying, let's let you go first. Cause we didn't get to right. your plug. So let's let you really like go to town, plug so, that. And then um, give us a pick of the week. Um, I don't know if you listened all the way through, but uh, pick of the week does not have to be new. Okay. Just anything you're into uh, lately it could be a old album. It could be a new movie, could be a book, could be comic, but it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, anything that you think is cool that you think someone should check out. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am Jared Ralphie Allen. Uh, I am behind Unlimited Meat Productions. Do Unlimited Meat podcast Mondays. I just launched Fat Nerd News. Episode two just came out today. Uh, pew, pew, pew. Every Saturday. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and then August 5th, Sesh Lounge. I am taking my production on to a live production, and we're going to shoot Unloading Meat Presents. Um, the flyer's up on, Insta- on Instagram and Facebook. Um 
and Lonely Pretty Productions is you know designed a flyer for it and everything. But the thing about it is it's going to be a live produced stand-up showcase. Each comic's gonna get about 10 minutes. Um, we're gonna have it editing and filmed there. I'm live editing as I host it. And then we're gonna have a crowd there. We're gonna have vendors there, food trucks. We're oh, gonna yeah. have the whole thing. Just have a nice, awesome party. There's even gonna be stuff after the cameras stop rolling. It's gonna be an encore presentation, like maybe some karaoke or something fun oh, for yeah. the guests to go home happy. Yeah. Um, but we're just basically gonna do it where I book this monthly at the beginning of the month, get three to four comics, pay them as much as I possibly can, make sure they get paid paid well, and then we film it, and then my production team and me edit it and produce it and then by the end of the month we put it out as a one hour special on youtube as a oh premiere. yeah so once a month we film it as a live show and then we put it out at the end of the month yeah and not only just uh you know a, a great new way to do the pod but also a chance to give a lot of comics more exposure yes because that's also the, the brains behind unloading yeah. me the podcast it's yeah. like i got exposed to so many great comics and burlesque dancers and stuff like that whenever i got you know into the comedy again this year and Tulsa scene that I was like, I want to make a podcast about this. Yeah. And that's what my podcast is about is, is interviewing local talent. doesn't matter if they're burlesque, they're comedians, they're dancers, they're hip hop mm-hmm. artists, anything. Mm-hmm. Um, ventriloquists. We have anything on here. Kind of like oh, what yeah. you guys do. Yep. And just try to give a spotlight on people in this area. Like you guys do. And you know, that's what I'm also doing with the live show. Love it. And you're performing stand up as well. Yeah. Hell yeah. And yeah. Uh, where's a good place to keep an eye on that. Uh, I hit up all the open mics lately. I've been, you know, doing as much as I can. Lady man, I'm waiting for Bricktown to open. Yeah. Excited about uh, that. September? July. 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 Oh, it is July. Like, yeah. yeah it's the end of the month. It's the yeah. uh, first weekend, I think, is David Tell. Yes. Mm. My comedy idol, actually. Nice. Oh, right on. Yeah. Uh, David Tell is my first answer every time. My says, what, who's your favorite comedian? David Tell. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Skanks for the memories changed my life, man. Like, listening to that when I was like 13 or 14. Man. Oh. For I me, love that album. I have I never listened to that, kid. and I've heard two pushes for that in the last two It days. still holds up. It yeah. is fantastic. His timing is impeccable. David Tell is a master. I was a Carlin kid, and then uh, stayed a Carlin kid mostly. And David Cross up there for me. Yeah, David Cross. Hedberg. Mm-hmm. Bill Strategic Hicks. Grill locations fucking holds up. David oh, Tell yeah. and uh, Norm MacDonald for me. Hell yeah. Bill Hicks was my biggest one, um, which is uh, a little disappointing now uh, that I'm out because he was uh, had some weird views on gays, but whatever. Well, you, you, you can see my influences of like how I do Fat Murder News, so like weekend updates and stuff. Like Norm's always going to go down oh, for 100%. me with how he stood up for himself during the OJ stuff, mm-hmm. how he got fired from NBC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and and that was something too that I got off watching, uh, and I'd only watched a little bit of that, but um, it, it it had a weekend update, but for nerd news, yeah. kind of kind of vibe, and I dug yeah. it. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. basically, Fat Nerd News is going to be like, if IGN covers it, I'm going to do a weekend update kind of style about it. Nice. And it's once a month, once a week. It's about five, ten minutes, and it's just a nice weekly recap of the nerdy news in the week. Word. Uh, and if you had a, um, like, if you had a pick, anything you've been into lately yeah. to steer people towards? Oh, the bear on FX. Keep hearing great things about it. It just put out season two, like, a month or so ago. I just yeah. caught up on it. It is a masterpiece show. Especially dealing with like you know like generational trauma and stuff mm-hmm. like that and anxiety. Uh, if you ever worked in a kitchen or a restaurant, I was just about to ask you, do you have any kitchen experience? Yeah, I worked at Pizza Huts. Okay, and, you know because I stay and stuff like that growing yeah, up. Yeah, I had about fifteen years. Yeah, and, so. and then you know door dashing and stuff too. You see all kinds of kitchens and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, the yeah. Real behind the scenes of people that just don't give a fuck because it's COVID. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. 
Nice. Okay, and that's an FX, so you can get it on uh, Hulu. Hulu. Yes. Nice. Perfect. Uh, the first season's like eight episodes, and you can just get it done in like less than you know a couple hours. Okay. Sweet. Um, second Thirty minute runtimes. Yeah. I uh, there's uh, season season two has a one episode that was like an hour and a half. Oh. And like, I'm not gonna spoil who's in it, but like, some of the biggest actors in Hollywood you'll ever think of are wow. in this. Are in this, and it's all the family members. They just keep popping up, and the whole idea behind this episode was like it's like a family Christmas. Okay. And all the members just keep popping in and it's one of those things where they wanted the viewer to be like, Oh, somebody just passed by uncle Buck just passed by. You know what I mean? All right. They wanted to catch that, but it's famous celebrities as the actors. Got it. Or as the family members. Okay. One question. Yeah. Is the most famous and revered actor of all time, Stanley Tucci on it? No. The Tucci is not loose. Um, I guess spoil one that's in there though. Sure. (laughs) Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, I love her. Uh, okay. So August 5th, Sesh Lounge, just yes. east of Memorial, excuse me, just west of Memorial off of uh, 42nd Place. Yeah, yeah, we are going to yep. have... Uh, Which is right s- by the Lexus dealership, Let me pull. if you need a place to look for to turn off of. Off it's Memorial. officially starting at 8 p.m., but we are going to have it, uh, doors open at 7. Uh, 7.45, we're going to have our opener, Dylan Walters. He's going to help get oh, the crowd Dylan. going off. <laughs> uh, but we're officially going to start the recording at 8 uh, we're going to have Trash, Lynn Kay, Preston Sly, Alex Horner, Shauna Blake, and myself hosting. Beautiful. All uh, right. It's a fantastic lineup. That's a great lineup, yeah. Uh, tickets are $7 online on Eventbrite right now, or you can get them at the door for 10 bucks. Oh, oh, yeah. Go get them. Nice. Hilton, what do you got? Um, I've got the Starlight Comedy Night. I thought you were going to say, I got chills and multiplying. <laughs> nope. Am I? I don't, what, what, I don't know. What do though, I've got? never seen Grease. <gasps> Oh, you knew that. I you, grew up you, on it. You knew that, Sam. Come on. Okay. Okay. Right. You knew that. But you have seen Grease too. That is weird. I have not seen I'm Grease kidding. too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I sang beauty school dropout at karaoke. No. Wow. Yeah, all right. Good. Okay. I, 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 I'm a big, like, I have a high pitched voice when I sing karaoke. All so, right. like, I gravitated to, like, the four seasons and stuff. So, like, Frankie mm-hmm. Valley. So, like, you know. Hmm. I, did, uh, I did the, the, uh, oh, you did the, Okay, that's actually what I sang too. Now that I'm thinking about okay. it, I was like the Frankie. Uh, what is the name? So the Frankie Who's Avalon. Oh, that's the one. Uh, uh, beauty school dropout. That's the one. I okay. Yeah. Beauty yep, school dropout. Yep, that's the one I sang in high school. Oh wow! But Starlight Comedy Night is the second Friday of every month. You can come see some of the best local and regional comedians and our favorite hosts, myself and Miss Laura Cook, whom we love. Uh, we are doing that every month, and we got a great lineup coming up next week on. Friday, uh, July 14th, probably. That seems like I wrote it on a poster. And we've got a fantastic lineup, including uh, Casey Malone back on a comedy stage. So thrilled to have her back. Love her so much. Also love our headliner, Bradley McPherson. He is just a fun guy to be around. And super excited to welcome this next performer to the Starlight stage. Spencer Mills is going to be doing our show. And Spencer's a great guy. Had a chance to perform with him in Broken Arrow a few weeks back with the Lovely lady of comedy, Angela Teague. She's doing a great show out there at New Orleans Square, and he was super fun, so we're glad to have him on the Starlight. Nice. And if you need more of my dulcet tones in your ears, be sure to check out the other three Good God, What Am I Doing With My Life podcast that we have going on. You can hear me talking about my favorite sitcom. Nope, that's 30 Rock. But my second favorite sitcom, The Office, we're on the People, Person, Paper podcast with Mr. Brian Sittler, now celebrating 100 episodes, including lots hey, uh, nice. with Mr. Michael Zampino and Mr. Josh yes. Bolts. Grats. You need more of that? Tune, uh, less of that, more of me. Check out OK Geek. It's a semi-weekly podcast where I'm just talking about geek stuff for about, you know, 20 minutes or so each episode. Just a quick little check-in on the latest headlines or whatever nonsense I want to vent about. And if you need me, course correcting my 73-year-old mother through her recollections about history, check out Stories with Mom, where my mom tells you about all these shockingly famous people she met over her seven-plus decades of life. 
It is fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> Real weird. Yeah. And check out my TikTok because I've been eating food. Nice. You know what I heard for just as I thought you said, check out Mike TikTok. Check out Mike TikTok. I was like, who's Mike TikTok? Is he's, he the owner <laughs> of TikTok? He's like Mike TV. <laughs> That's what happens whenever they had to get the US base started. So we didn't, you know, sell it all to China. Wow. <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike TikTok. TikTok. So what's your TikTok? Uh, my TikTok, uh, it's probably uh, Hilton Price or maybe Herbal Cloud uh, if you're looking to find me. But I've been doing uh, food reviews. Food. Nice. Food. I've been eating um, random stuff uh, like chips, um, weird flavored chips. I had these barbecue sriracha flavored chips that I got at Nam Hai, the Asian grocery here in Tulsa. Very nice. Best chips I've ever had in my life. So I thought we could do one together. Okay. So I have with me a bag of uh, potato chips here, and I'm actually going to record a TikTok for us while we eat them. This is great. Uh, Zamp, can I give you the bag to open? Oh, sure. And that does mean you have to take the first bite. Oh, great. Uh, and then let's pass it to Jared after that and then to me. Sounds okay? good. Uh, so we're going to do that right now on the mic. Boy, it's not one to open. Uh, try tearing towards the say, corner. Give it a corner tear. Give it a slight tear and then stop. Got it? Okay. And I'm doing that because you're going to get hit with some flavors in your nostrils. Two, and I want two, you to tell two, us what you have. Two, two, right, I'm going to start the video and then I'm going to come to you. Okay. Hey, TikTok. We're actually recording an episode of my podcast, Opinions Like A-Holes. If you're not listening, please do. We have a fantastic episode about to come out with Jared Ralphie Allen right here and my co-host, Mr. Michael Zampino. And Mike, uh, hold up what you got there. We have got some chips for you. They are some Lay's potato chips. They're also from that Nam Hai Asian market uh, right by uh, my house in Tulsa. And they are, well, uh, read that to me there, Mike. Uh, Mexican chicken tomato flavor. Uh, mm. That sounds weird. Sounds Lay's. To me. It sounds terrible. And you just opened the bag. How does it, how does it smell? Bad. Bad? Really? Okay, let me, let me smell it too. Oh, yeah, that does smell bad. Okay, All right. Okay, let me see. Jared, see. pull a chip. Uh, we only got a few seconds left. Pull, oh, pull oh, a chip oh. and pop one and give us your reaction. You okay. only got about 10 seconds. Oh, shit, I just dropped them all. Okay, all right. maybe you're not going to get any food on this one. Shit. Is it good or bad? I dig it. I actually dig it. All right, we got it. Uh, came in just on time, but I've never tried to do one of these in one minute. I probably should have set it for the three-minute setting. Uh, oh, so. yeah. I'll uh, talk about that in another video. Give me chicken parm vibes. No, not this bad. This is great for our ASMR listeners. This is giving me a chicken parm. Chomp kind of vibe. Yeah, the tomato and the chicken. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you, did you so try the one? tomato and the Strong. chicken. They're good. Yeah, if you like a chicken parmesan from an Italian restaurant. I mean, I do like a chicken parm, but that don't smell like chicken parm. I mean, it kind of does. All right, that's what I got. The tomato part reminds me of SpaghettiOs. There yeah. you go. Yep. What do you got? Um, Besides spaghetti flavor in your mouth. Yeah. Um, no, no real plugs other than just check out everything on OLAministries.com, all of our other podcasts. Um, and, uh, you know, I am doing uh, voice work now. If you, uh, if you need this lovely voice or this lovely voice or this lovely voice, if you need any lovely voice, uh, shoot, me a, uh, shoot me an email at ZampinoProductions at gmail.com. And uh, I'll do your work for you, and I will fully produce it with sound and music and all that jazz. And all that jazz. That's right. Uh, and as far as oh, picks, boy. that's right. As far as picks, uh, just a couple of quickies. We started the second season of Is It Cake, which is a super fun Netflix show where people uh, make the craziest cake? realistic uh, oh, okay. cakes. And then uh, oh, that's they like put that it next shit. to real things, and yeah. then people have to decide which one is cake. 
It's fucking weird. And it's wild how many of them are, are impossible to to tell. Yeah, it, it's really fun to watch high, but it will make you want cake really fucking Spoiler, bad. some of them are cake. Uh, yeah. So it's not and just a creative title. Or not. Uh, and then <laughs> uh, a throwback pick. Uh, if you were into the uh, the early sort of uh, emo, screamo, post-hardcore, uh, early 2000s music. And who wasn't? Um, Finch was one of those bands that, uh, you know, they came up with your Taking Back Sundays and your My Chemical Romance and your Coed and Cambria and everybody from that era. Mm-hmm. But definitely kind of flew a little bit under the radar from all those. Um, but they did an album called What It Is to Burn. Uh, that just still fucking rules. It still nice. holds up. It's really, really fucking good. Uh, there is a, a little guest appearance on one of the tracks from uh, Glassjaw's lead singer, Daryl Palumbo. Uh, Glassjaw, Head Automatic, uh, Color Film. Dude's been in a bunch of bands. Um, but yeah, that album just fucking rules. So yeah, Finch, What It Is to Burn. Uh, check that out if you're into that era of music. It still holds up. All right. Jared, thank you so much for coming by. Don't forget to check out uh, Unloading Meat. Thank you guys for having me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And do you have a, a centralized website for mm. your uh, uh, stuff, or, or is the best way to still just your YouTube? YouTube, or you can go to unloadingmeat.com, uh, or find me on my LinkedIn or anything like that. Got it. All Perfect. Right. Everything will go through unloading meat. Unloading meat, unload it right under your face mm. and your ears and your eyes. Um, Hilton, I love you so much. Love you back, buddy. Take it from me. I love you. <laughs>